Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Thanks for listening to the Art of Money podcast, artofmoneyradio.com for more information or to schedule that initial consultation. Appreciate you subscribing. Now let's get to the show. I want to know how you spent your, it's our first show back uh, into 2024. So Art McPherson with the game behind us, how was your New Year's Eve? Where were you at the stroke of midnight? Were you at least still awake? I was, but I was in my bed. <laughs> boy. Because we, as you can tell, I still am struggling with a little bit. We were, we had gotten some kind of, I don't know, you know, head cold, flu bug crap. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was coming on and we were both pretty wiped out. So we were, we were like, love you. Happy New Year. <laughs> and, <laughs> and elbow to the ribs. Happy New Year. Yeah, love yeah. you too. Go back to bed. <laughs> yeah, and that's why Coach Julie usually joins us at the beginning of the show every week here on The Art of Money to talk a little sports, what's going on. And first, when we showed up and there was no Julie, I thought, oh, she's still mad from that FSU game. <laughs> she's still hanging on. No, she's not. A little under she's the not. weather. Uh, how about you, uh, Luke? How was your New Year's? How'd you celebrate? Uh, New Year's was good. We celebrated with some some family in town, and then we left um, the grandparents' house around 7.30 or 8, and two of my three kids fell asleep on the way home, so they went straight to bed. And then Jack tried to stay up till midnight, right? The four and a half year old. He made it till 11.30. But before then, it was a lot of fun because it was just some one-on-one time. We built Legos for two hours. We made ice cream sundaes, and he fell asleep at 11.30, so he missed it. <laughs> Stacy fell asleep at 11.35. <laughs> I sat up to midnight by myself and fell asleep by 12.05. Man, but don't it, send them to McCarty's. Don't know how to party. You know, I mean... Yeah, I'm getting a little older. You know, we all get older every year, but New Year's Eve just doesn't seem as fun anymore. <laughs> I don't set New Year's resolutions because I think they're silly because we all have the same healthy, better father, better husband, make more money. We all want to do that, and especially the losing weight. That's never worked for me, so I give up. But I do like to set goals for myself for every year. But I want to ask you, Art McPherson, Luke McCarty, you personally, Art, what kind of goals are you setting for yourself for this year and also for the McPherson Financial Group? That I get in better shape so I can do 29,029 feet. Right. That we have a garage finally finished at my house. <laughs> right. That I have the whole front yard done and landscaped, and I can finally move into my dock projects. Okay, what's your dock projects? Well, my backyard dock is the one dock I currently have, but I'm allowed to have another dock in the front yard, and that's like our deep water dock. So. Um, I want to do like a kind of a party pad in the backyard where we have like a thatched um, roof dock where I have like a bar out there and it's like where I have a spot for jet skis and it's just kind of the shallow water area where everybody can play and walk around. It's up to your waist kind of deep and it's all nice and sandy. So it's just like a place to do the paddle boards, the kayaks and jet skis, right? right? So that's kind of the that dock and the deep side dock is for if I want to have a sailboat in the future, a big boat, you know, that I want to go over to the Bahamas in, something like that. Or um, it's a great spot to watch the sun set. So the sun rises on the east dock, the sun sets on the west dock. So I don't have a dock there, so I have to put a dock in on that side. So the project would be get the garage finished, get our landscaping finished, and then start the dock projects. What about you, Luke McCarty? Personal goals for 24 yourself and for what you do with the McPherson Financial Group. Oh gosh, I don't have anything as cool as art, you know. No docs, no <laughs> garage. Not thrown up bond by my kid. I don't have a garage. Um, I have, of course, some financial goals that I have for myself and my family, and um, I still need to get that 529 open for my newest son, even right. though it's he's nine months old. I didn't open the 529 yet, but the other boys got theirs open at six months. Don't know why I haven't done it. It's just paperwork, right? <laughs> um, 
And, you know, from a you know firm perspective, you know, of course, our, our, our goals are, are to keep growing and provide good client services to our clients, you know, be the top tier in financial planning, use Mark Bernard's expertise as on the CPA side and, you know, really, truly be the, the financial planning for Brevard County and, and Indian River County and the whole Space Coast. 321-425-8550. I actually, 100% serious, I'm trying a dry January. How's it going? Sucks. <laughs> You've just started. Keep I, it going. I'm week and a half in, and I hate it so much. It's Aww. not that. Well, I mean, it's not like I'm a huge drinker, but it's just since Thanksgiving, all we've done is just eat and drink. I mean, it's like yeah. 15 different Christmas parties, holidays parties, New Year's. My body's just looking at me, going, "Hey, idiot! How about a glass of water and a salad?" <laughs> uh, so you lost weight during that time? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, actually, I feel pretty good. My skin's starting to feel good. You know, I'm actually not waking up going, oh, God, shouldn't have had that box wine last yeah. night. You quit losing hair, huh? But it's, oh, that's, those days are way behind those me. Those are Thanks. gone, I know. That's, a, that's a joke. Appreciate you. For all those who don't know. <laughs> but it's all about being accountable. And according to Forbes, 48% of adults say one of their resolutions deal with improved fitness. And I want you to hear this guy on TikTok because he has a lot of goals for this year. 2024 is going to be my year. You know, this is this is the year I turned it around. I'm going full paleo for 2024. I'm not even sure what that even means yet, but but I'm I'm committed. Cold plunging, sauna. These are words that I'm going to use regularly in 2024 because it's going to be part of my health regimen. I'm not holding back. You know, no no goal is too big. Like, here, here's a fun one right here. Climb Mount Everest, you know. Am I going to do it? I don't know. I don't probably, I don't know. Maybe not. It, but I wrote it down. Art McPherson, you can do that. I don't know if he can. <laughs> well, a, a goal has to be measurable and it has to be attainable. So unless he's doing a lot of hiking, and he has about fifty to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to invest to climb Mount Mount Everest. Yeah. That he said, and about six months. I think it's like three to six months. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But those sound more like platitudes. You know, a lot of times we like set a platitude. I want to weigh twenty five pounds less this year, but we're not joining a gym. We're not walking. We're not doing anything to make that effort. Right. So um, that's an ideal. That's not a goal. A goal. It has to be measurable. You have to have a defined parameter to see if you're having success or failure and there has to be a time frame to it and it has to be measurable all so. right let me ask you that that's a great i like i like how you set that up because we talked about you know fitness setting the goals of hiking you know 29029 hiking mount everest doing the cold plunge but the number two on people's most popular resolutions or goals is improved financial situations so luke mccarty if somebody's in that retirement red zone they come into your office at the mcpherson financial group how do you hold them accountable to make sure that that goal is achievable? Well, it depends what their goal is. If their goal is, like Art said, attainable and achievable, you know, we'll keep you on track. If it's something maybe kind of crazy, like, you know, you want to get to $2 million by the end of this year, but you're at a million, well, your money's probably not going to double in one year. So we need other goals. We need other steps to get us there. And I think just keeping people on track and also giving them, you know, real life this is attainable or, hey, this probably isn't going to work. We need to, you know, restructure this. We need to change things. Maybe you can't retire next year. Maybe it's two years from now, you know, for whatever reason. So, you know, keep you on track and also give you that unbiased opinion. Right. And one of the things we can do, Mark, in our software systems, if somebody comes in and they're in that retirement red zone, they can say, hey, what does it look like if they're 60 today? What does it look like if I consider retiring at 63? 
Luke and I could do the math on that for them and tell them what well, 63 you should be able to have about $8,000 a month income. And if they need 10, well, they can't retire, right? So they're going to have to wait a couple more years to retire. But maybe if we do the math for them and they want $10,000 a month and they're at 12 at 63, then they're ready to go. So those are the type of calculations we do all the time. And we just take average market returns and average market cycles because Luke and I both know we're going to go through years like 22 where the market is down. And then we're going to go through a year like 23 where it's back up. So we're going to have those fluctuations where the market's up and it's down. So you kind of do an average rate of return over a five-year period and you do the forecasting on that. Yeah. For an example, I had a client, um, new client and she is about 60 years old and every year she waits to retirement she has about a thousand dollars more a month of net spending in retirement so i told her that's kind of her delta you know you can retire right now at nine thousand dollars a month every year you wait you're going to have an additional one thousand dollars a month of course these are very round numbers for the radio but um it seemingly gives you that that ability to make that decision on your own am i happy with ten thousand dollars because you know work's not going well retire or no, I want to wait till I have $12,000. Well, it's probably going to take you two years to get there. So these are some things we can set out for you. And we can even help you set new goals and new things that we think are achievable for you. And one of the things I think that people have a hard time with, Mark, like a New Year's resolution, you were bringing that up at the beginning. Yeah. I want to have, you know, $10,000 in savings. Well, how are you going to do that? If you save $500 a month now, starting in January, when you get to the end of the year, you're going to have $6,000 in savings. So if you want to have... 10,000, you're going to have to do more than that, right? So just coming up with little goals and objectives like that, make sure it's something that you can measure and make sure it's attainable. If you can only save $100 a month, you're not going to have $10,000 at the end of the year in savings. You're going to be lucky to have $1,200. But if that's what you can do, the start there, because then maybe two months later, you can do an extra $20 or an extra $50. And you know, you, you get in the process of saving, you learn to save, and then all of a sudden you can start saving more than you expect. From that Forbes article, it said that 43% of all New Year's resolutions are abandoned by the end of January. Do you find that like there's a Planet Fitness by my house all this week, every morning when I drive by, the parking lot is crushed. You can't find anywhere. I know in a month and a half, two months, I mean, plenty of parking available. Does the same thing happen in your world, R. McPherson? People have all these lofty goals and, you know, resolutions and I'm going to get it financially stable and get a plan together and then come the end of January, like, eh, I'll put it off. Well, is it an ideal or is it a goal, right? So the difference between that goal is you've actually defined your parameters. So you're like, okay, instead of I'm going to lose 30 pounds this year, I want to lose two pounds a month, you know, over the remaining months of this year. Well, you'd be at 24 pounds if you did that. So you just really break it down into segments and you say, hey, I want to start working out. Well, how many times are you going to work out this week? Are you going to work out two? You're going to work out three? Set time frames. Say, I'm going to work out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, blah, blah, blah. Same thing with financial planning. You want to have something you can measure. You want to have something you can chart so you can see, are you ahead of schedule? Are you behind the schedule? How am I doing in my financial goals? 321-425-8550. What a great question. How am I doing on my financial goals? The best way to find out, sit down with Art McPherson, Luke McCarty. Let's customize that plan. Or maybe you just need a second set of eyes. Maybe one of your goals is to get a second opinion because you have a big box advisor and you feel like your needs aren't being met. Nothing wrong with that. 321-425-8550, artofmoneyradio.com. All of this, the end goal is to be happy is to be stable is to be comfortable so how much money do we really need to be happy art luke there was an empower survey that found that boomers feel like they need about a hundred and twenty four thousand dollars a year to be happy while millennials say 
that they need over $500,000 a year. That's what's going to make them happy. So pretty big difference there. What do you see as an average of what people need per month in retirement to be, quote unquote, happy? Wow, those are two different numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so from the boomers perspective, you know, 124000 a year, you know, maybe it's because their house is paid off. Maybe it's because they have other retirement funds and they've, you know, lived a life of savings and they maybe don't need as much because they're not trying to keep up with others on social media. Right. TikTok, Instagram, all these things where you see, you know, I, I do it, too. My wife does it, too. You see people with the nice cars, the nice houses, and you just think that's normal. Well, it's, it's usually not. Um, and then the millennials, that's why millennials think they need over five hundred thousand dollars a year, because all they want to do is go travel and take pictures. Um, and and depending experiences, Luke. Hey, hey, depending what definition of millennials you find, I am either at the very oldest part of the millennial, or I'm not included. So you guys pick. <laughs> uh, but you know, when it comes to how much people need per month in retirement, you know, it really is what your budget is. What are your expenses? How much do you want to travel? How much are you giving to your kids and grandkids? You know, did you retire early? You know, are you working later because of this? What's your pension? What's your, I mean, there's so much that goes into it. It's hard to determine what people need per month in retirement. But to simplify it, I would say at least what you're making now and hopefully plus more. I want to say the millennial that thinks they need 500000 is that the same person that's living with mom? <laughs> <laughs> When you're not paying um, for your phone or your insurance, right. or that to me seems more like an ideal. I mean, why do they need five hundred thousand? That is, I would say our average client here, at McPherson Financial Group, that has four or five million dollars, doesn't even require that. So that seems like an ideal, not like a real goal, not a tangible goal. Um, I would suggest that the millennial who is saying that is not making five hundred thousand dollars today, let alone are they going to make five hundred thousand in the future as retirement income. Um, they would need to have about $10 million to do that kind of a thing and savings set aside somewhere to be able to pull that kind of income. And I don't think they're going to have that, to be honest with you. So what is it going to take to make you happy enough to walk away from work? Call Art McPherson, Luke McCarty, and the team at the McPherson Financial Group. Let's set that goal to make you happy. 321-425-8550 for a complimentary comparison of your retirement portfolio. 321 8550 or artofmoneyradio.com. We've got about a minute left here. Luke McCarty, we mentioned it earlier that you live here, you work here, you play here. You know the economy of the Space Coast. But when I come in for that initial consultation, Luke, who am I going to meet? Who am I going to run into? Who am I going to sit down and talk with? Well, you're either going to meet with myself, you're going to meet with Art McPherson, and hopefully, if it's not in the busy part of tax season, our CPA, Mark Bernard, will jump into the meeting as well. And a lot of things that he does on that first meeting are just initial analysis on you know some of the information you may have given us before the meeting. But what he can give is a different perspective that says, hey, yep, Art and Luke, we're going to talk about investments. We're going to talk about financial planning or estate planning. I'm going to talk to you about taxes. Here's what I think based on your tax return, based on the current tax code. Here's what I think you should do. And it's a very rough number that if you decide to go down this path, we really you know, hone in on it and find ways for you to save money in taxes. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. 
We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A1 Today's show has been a work of art. 